Ever since the news broke about Jesse James cheating on Sandra Bullock, it has dominated the headlines. Yeah, and while everyone is trying to figure out how he could have cheated on America's sweetheart, one man thinks he knows why and says he thinks it's partially her fault. Yeah, that's right. And he's here. Please welcome psychologist and author. This is Ryan with another round of Flip Switch's Mood Disorders in the Media. On Mood Disorders in the Media, we take a closer look at one instance of how the media is currently handling mood disorders. News, movies, TV, radio, the internets. If it's somehow connected to the media, it's fair game. This week, we're taking a look at how the media is stigmatizing celebrities and trivializing mental health. Is it me or is it me and millions of others who are subjected to being immersed in the lives of celebrities, whether we choose to or not? However, we all have a choice as to whether or not we want to care about the latest news on E! or TMZ. And while I don't watch these channels but once in a blue moon, I still guiltily admit that some of the stories can provide ample entertainment. It is fun to get caught up in another person's life and roleplay what you might do in his or her situation. And probably more appealing than that is the ability to get lost in another's life and have a chance not to worry about your own for a while. Lately, however, we've had the misfortune, or privilege, however you want to look at it, of having to watch Tiger Woods, and most recently Jesse James, deal with their sexual misconduct. Does Tiger really have a sex addiction problem? Does anyone, or is this just another guy? Throughout both of these scandals, we have been subjected to a pop culture application of psychology. Channels like E, TMZ, and even the major network channels have brought on psychologists, psychiatrists, or simply speculated themselves as to what is actually wrong with Tiger Woods and Jesse James. Money and access to these beautiful women. So really it's a matter of motivation and I think in this case... The overarching conclusion that has been reached is that both of these men are dealing with sexual addictions. So you may be asking why is this important? Well the same thing has happened to other celebrities in the past. Take Britney Spears, for example. It seems like Britney is under sketch. She recently got divorced. She's in the public eye. She's under pressure to be superwoman, to prove she's a perfect mother. And the reality is she's falling apart. She needs to pull back and take care of herself. You know, I had someone ask uh, me yesterday, do you think it's postpartum depression? I mean, her youngest son is just a year old. She's been through the ringer. Yeah, I grant you, she's done some pretty crazy things that would make anyone speculate as to what was going on with her. But because she's a celebrity, the speculation got kicked up a notch. Psychologists and psychiatrists, just like is happening in the Tiger Woods case, hopped on national TV and cable programs to sort out what was wrong with Britney and offer their caring public diagnosis for her behavior. The same thing is continually happening Lindsay Lohan as well. Doesn't speak to me. For suicide, it may speak to me for situational depression. She's depressed because she's not working. She's depressed because she's low on funds. But there's the optimism there. That's the, there's a sense that, hey, who knows what will happen today? Who knows what will happen tomorrow? So to me, The problem with all this speculation is that, and wait for it, not a single one of these psychiatrists, psychologists, or TV personalities have actually sat down with these celebrities and given them a psychiatric evaluation. It's absurd to think that from simply viewing a person's life from afar and mostly through the lens of the media that one can possibly understand exactly what is causing these celebrities behaviors and yet it becomes the talk of the town which is very damaging in a lot of respects and first off the only behaviors that are really considered in this pop culture diagnosis are the ones that are shocking and attention getting they are considered so much that everything else is for all intents and purposes disregarded and blocked out the celebrity essentially becomes this one specific incident or set of problem behaviors. And what does this mean? They get labeled and they get stigmatized. 
person is no longer a person and is solely identified based on what the media is circulating. This is not fair and only helps fuel stigmatization because it intensifies the need to focus on the negative. Another problem with having experts and non-experts analyze on air, aside from the fact that they don't have all the facts, is that to a certain degree, it trivializes the field of mental health. Now, don't get me wrong, I realize this is a type of thing that sells on TV, and that's why it's done. And I also understand that publicity is publicity, and that it's also helping expose the mental health field to the public, which should be beneficial in the long run. However, these segments of analyzing someone else's life from afar, in open air with minimal information showing nothing that resembles a true process of helping someone deal with their life and possible mental illness, are stigmatizing the mental health process. And this is what the public sees and they experience. What they see and hear from these segments gives them a little taste of the mental health field, which they more than likely will take as a larger dose than what they're actually seeing. They hear a few technical terms defined and a diagnosis laid out and they think that's all there is, which is ultimately the trivialization of the field because it appeared to be such a simple process. We are all to blame for this to a certain degree because at some level we are all interested in other people's lives, especially celebrities, and even more so when the celebrity is experiencing a life-altering situation. However, we have to realize, and this includes the media, that these stories have implications. Slapping a diagnosis on someone in an open forum without having adequate knowledge of the situation and a person is irresponsible. It stigmatizes a person, transforming them into one aspect of his or her life. In addition, it shows a poor representation of the mental health field and its professionals. Giving someone a 10-minute segment to throw out psychological buzzwords, using them then to analyze one aspect of a person's life, and then diagnose them is ridiculous. And not only that, it trivializes the whole process and makes it look much simpler than it is. So the next time you flip on the tube and someone starts diagnosing and throwing around heavy psychological terminology, think about it. Is it doing more harm than good? Please leave a comment. Let me know what you think about how the media is approaching mood disorders. And be sure to tune in next time for another edition of Mood Disorders in the Media.